Yo ho, yo ho, and welcome to the first episode of Reefers of the Union, a Dice Fiend's 5th edition adventure. We take a break from playing good to morally ambiguous characters for an evil one-shot, set a few months after the end of Hezzer's Hellraisers. While you don't need to listen to Hellraisers Hellraisers to get this, it wouldn't hurt. But let us join our villains as they prepare to embark on an adventure that leads to a most unexpected conclusion. Our story starts in the oceans surrounding the island of Ashamal, one of the seven major islands of the Union of Seven Islands. How many times will I say island in the next minute? I don't know. Let's keep track. Drinking game. Oh, every cool. time he says island. You need to edit in island. like a little a little beep sound every time you say island. Clicker. <laughs> that would, the island that would tracker. require me trying. <laughs> I mean, is it specifically Eric, or is it when all of us say it? Also, to clarify, because oh if so, someone just got smashed. Everybody okay, put yeah. a quarter in the island jar. Uh, <laughs> I just throw the notebook away at this point. Okay. <laughs> the new way we okay. the new way we play dice fiends. Every time you hear island, you take a shot. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's also me. how I play magic. <laughs> <laughs> We start off not on the island of Ashamal, but in the ocean surrounding the island of Ashamal, called the Union of Seven Islands, which is more than seven islands, but those are the ones in charge, so they got to make the name. Rude. Yeah. Listen, slavers, they are not great. Yes. You heard it here first. <laughs> hot, hot dice fiends take. Slavery is bad. Okay? <laughs> Abolish prison. <laughs> Stay in school, kids. Stay in school. Please. Alright. But you are all Reavers in the Cult of the Crushing Wave, one of the four major houses on the Island of Ashama. <laughs> You're aboard the flagship, the Majestic Circumference. <laughs> you are aboard the, the flagship, the Majestic Yep, the majestic circumference. Just enjoying the mess hall, like you came back from a raid, got some good loot. Would you like to introduce yourselves? Starting with Jess? Oh, don't start with me. Okay, okay starting with Kiara. <laughs> oh, of course, right. okay. Uh, I will be playing two characters, of which the details will be shared later in the game. I will be playing Pansy. A wonderful eighth level archfey warlock, and I will also be playing the much quieter Tenebris. Six levels of monk and two in warlock. I don't really know if you could be quiet, but okay. <laughs> hey! <laughs> All right. If you meet the player, no. <laughs> I am playing. El Cuchete, a raccoon barbarian ranger who is the cannon master and uh, he has bits of fur missing uh, all over his persons. Uh, he has like a uh, brown and blue sort of jump jumper sort of looking, scraggly looking, got a little nick in his ear, 
kind of like he's seen some stuff, got some scars, and then there's a patch of fur missing on his shoulder where there's a little tattoo of a little sprout growing out. I love it. Can you tell us more about your character? Absolutely. I'm playing a human ranger named May, and the fun thing about them is that they're missing an arm in the place where an arm should be is a hunting rifle. And they also, like, the other other arm is completely wrapped in bandages to help get traction for when they're, like, climbing ropes and stuff. And Jess, can we learn about right. your character? <laughs> yeah, sure. That's how I used to do it in school, too. No, don't make me go first. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so I will be playing um, Runin, the Triton Sea Witch Sorcerer. And um, I guess my most notable thing to say about my appearance is that I have, um, say, shark-like humanoid features. Especially when I open my mouth. People don't tend to like it a lot. <laughs> Oof. The rows of teeth. <laughs> but here in the mess hall, when your boss, Tyro's Shatter Shield, just a wide-ass looking man with barnacles all down the side of his body comes into the mess hall pointing his Hook? trident. Trident, there we go. Yeah, I almost I almost said triton and then quarterstaff and then like pointy big, 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 <laughs> pointy fork big fork thing. <laughs> pointy fish hook thing. He comes in, points his trident Pointy fork. At each of you. At each of you. And in a gruff voices, come to my quarters. Before leaving the mess hall without further explanation. One question. What time of day is it? It's day. Okay. Important. <laughs> Important. <laughs> my favorite time of the day. The day part. Do y'all follow or are we just going to have to... We, I, I uh, no, Come on. I follow, certainly. I'm gonna follow. Presumably, you said he was the captain, right? He's the he's the leader of the cult, so. Okay. El Jefe. <laughs> Admiral. Admiral Jefe. <laughs> Alright, Cojete slams back his drink, kind of gets, gets his fur all cleaned up. Alright, time to go to work. <laughs> Lumbers over. <laughs> Being three foot tall. <laughs> well, I guess I can get up now. Pansy is going to stand up and s- decide to follow. Yeah, I'm standing up with an eye roll. Just And I was just enjoying my lunch. Come on, the boss wants to speak to us. <laughs> just bring your lunch. I'm coming with It wasn't that good anyway. It's fine. <laughs> Let's see. Does that cook data? You don't notice it, but the cook is just very saddened by that oh. news. Oh. He doesn't say anything. <laughs> you know he's doing his best. Yeah. <laughs> he works really hard. He works really hard. It's like, maybe Brunin will like it. Oh. <laughs> Cohete as he walks past the kitchen give, gives him the wink and the gun. You're doing alright, kid. Keep walking. <laughs> don't worry, Cookie. That doesn't make Brunin any doesn't better. Like you anything. are a talking raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> This is an unpleasant group. 
So you make it into... Make it into the captain's... It's like you made... That's an achievement or something. You just walked. <laughs> you were... Like, you make it in there, guys. Yeah, Good job. Roll. Five Xbox experience each. It's, it's one of those Xbox achievements, like you just started the game and you went to the first <laughs> place after loading it's in. Like... It's all like, achievement! Adventure! <laughs> level one! <laughs> You're just... You're just being condescending, Xbox. <laughs> Tutorial completed. It's just so you feel like you did something. Oh my god, that this sets off my dopamine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, anymore. Oh right. So yes, you arrive in the captain's quarters, and he's standing over a map. He looks to the four of you, and puts a knife into the table. He's trying to figure out what to say. He's his charisma's lower than most leaders. You four? Fuck. I didn't think this through. Ah, oh, shit. Later. Take your time. Oh, I will. Don't worry. Who, me? <laughs> I'll just make myself comfortable and just go sit yes, on a crate. Yes. Go for it. There's, there's a crate over there. I received word from my... Some of my men in bellowed that one of the slavers in Ashamal, known as Sharon, was seen boarding a luxury yacht, presumably bound for the island. I want you four to intercept that yacht before it gets to the island, take care and bring him back here, and leave no one else alive. Oh, goody. <laughs> Do you want him alive too, or I is want that him alive. I want him alive. Oh, that's fine. Alive's plenty fun too. Then we get to play with him before we eat him. <laughs> what the? F- okay. <laughs> Clearly, my HR needs changing. Oh, I, I, I'm not. I'm not going to actually eat him. So you're you're the one who hired her. Listen, that I'm, one's entirely on you, sir. Not not wrong. Not wrong. If you need anything to prepare, you have three days before you have to head out. Alright? Yes, sir. <laughs> Sounds All easy right. enough. It's three days more than I need. <laughs> okay. Do you try not to let the ship go down without us? I'll give it a go, Brunin. It's it's Brunin, but that's fine. Br- Brunin? Brunin. It's fine. Brunin or Brunin? Brunin. So I actually, I think I called for Brunin, but he's probably they're probably busy. So uh, easy mistake. Okay, May Pansy. Let's see, El Cochete, Brunin, you're you're good to go. Oh, sorry, Brunin. It's fine. All right. In the three days you have, do you want to prepare anything? Do you want to look into any information? Like, what would be a route the ship might take to get to the island? Is there any islands that they would stop on the way, or is there just the island? That would fall under sea routes, because you know there are other islands, but you don't know if there's anyone they would stop on the way towards Ashama. Well, uh, Cochete would definitely try to... I don't know if he would go to the dock to find this information. If there's like a shortcut, possibly a like parallel to that route that maybe is like dangerous, 
that people don't normally travel because they're scared? Uh, make me a survival check for that. Okay. Alright, we got a 9 and a 3, so 12. There's a more dangerous route. There's like shark toe crabs along that area. Delicious. It's, it's a real mess. Yes. There's shark toe crabs which have escaped from the island of Azog, which is basically where they do all the freaky genetic stuff in the Traders Union. It's not great. Is Pansy looking up other more viable routes or? Yes, I'm going to be looking up where they would be stopping off if they were going to collect supplies or if they were doing a tour of some sort instead of shooting straight for their destination. And that's going to be another survival role or is this going to be more about persuasion if I'm talking to people? I mean, what do you, what would you want to do? Would you want to do persuasion or would you want to just do like these are the ship routes. By asking for just the sea routes, I would just know where this ship is going, or would I just know about the general ship routes that are taken? The general ship routes. Uh, then I would want to use persuasion and maybe see if I can get a hold of a lower member of that ship, and or or that company, whichever, and figure out what routes they tend to take, or will be taking. Go for it. Roll me a persuasion. I'm technically supposed to be good at this. I rolled a seven. Oh dear. I just like to think I'm smooth. <laughs> She's doing her best. Don't worry, guys. I got this. What does the seven look like? I go up to someone, and it's probably just like someone who loads up the ship. Maybe just a kind of general ship hand. And I go to one of the slaves. Yep. I try to do, uh, I, I fail to realize they're a slave, and I try to do weird flirting with them. And I fail to realize that A, they're a slave, and B, they're probably, despite how cute the boy looks, really gay. <laughs> he looks a little terrified as you flirt with him, because he's like, Am I going to be punished if I go with this, or if I don't go with this, or I'm just going to be punished? He's just like... Uh, this is how uh, I die. Uh, uh, <laughs> this poor man. Uh, sh- ship load by... Just oh, grabs a crate and starts walking slowly away, giving you the side eye in a terrified manner. We're great pirates. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Does anyone want to do anything else? Is there any sort of single advantage I could? If I spent three days practicing like mid-air ranged attacks, like if I'm in the middle of jumping from one place to the other and I want to fire at somebody, you want to gun kata? <gasps> It, like, it, but like, is there is there if I spent three days practicing that, is there any chance I could get advantage on one roll or one instance of that occurrence, or is this something that's just kind of like, oh, you practice and you can do it, whatever? If you spend three days practicing, I will give you a point of adva- inspiration that you can use on one of those rolls. Fantastic. That's all I care about. Okay. <laughs> nice. Uh, I would take two. If I may. Well, let's get to Runin before. Okay. Um, has anyone... I know people have been... 
attempting to find roots, but has anyone been looking for, like, maps specifically? Because if not, that is what I would like to do. Nice. I believe. Because I was thinking, I was thinking maybe people were just doing word of mouth and were going to try to just internalize the information. The old steel trap. Yeah, you know, nothing gets out of there. Nothing gets out of there. Oh, I forgot that. On nothing my gets in or out. Okay, so I'm going to go on the lookout for some maps of, some, some nautical maps of the area. Maybe investigation? Okay. Let me see if I'm any good at that one. So that's a 13. You do see some maps, nautical maps of the area? Yeah. Of, like, the coast of Padalim and to the Traders Union. The other continents would be other maps. Mm. That's the racket here. Okay. Well, I guess I'll pick those up because it couldn't hurt to have them. The one you, one you do get slightly used has, like, sea routes and one that's marked as, a. Just the basic one, it'll be going from Bello, which is kind of in the south of Padlam, to the island of Wingland, which is, let's see, I wrote this down, but I can't remember because, fuck me for giving them weird ass names. <laughs> Good job. You did this to yourself. But how many H's are there? <laughs> Wingland? As many as you want. H W H I H N H G H L H A H N. It's like Canada, but instead of A every other time, it's H. <laughs> Finally, my kind of setting. Oh yeah, H. <laughs> <laughs> so, Wingland and the surrounding islands are decorated with religious icon iconography or iconography. Massive temples and universities, and they are the domain of Elia, the Thane of the Soul. And you would know that the Traders Union has seven Thanes, each major island having its own Thane. You're, the Thane of Asharmah is known as the Thane of Flesh, because he deals with all the slaves. Oh. And you know him only as the Fleshmonger. Pleasant. Sounds like a real cool guy to hang out with on the weekend. My kind of guy. His priests are only allowed to wear skin they've taken from people. Oh. So, <laughs> please, Mister Fleshmonger is my father. <laughs> if you see, <laughs> if you see a naked priest, that's good luck. It's still <laughs> unpleasant. All right, noted. Is it good luck though? Oh, right. <laughs> Runin is even more bewildered by the barbaric practices of this strange place. <laughs> Pansy, out a window. Take it off! Take it off! <laughs> no, please. <laughs> please put it on. <laughs> like that's any actually better, Rodin. <laughs> They're naked either way. <laughs> this is a very good point. <laughs> that's true. That's why I feel like I have like a barrier between my eyes and the truth, though. It makes me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The ship would probably come up around Wingland, maybe dock there for a day if they were feeling like getting off stretching their legs. But that's the most likely route they would take from the Port of Bello. And there's a current that would go past a zag in the Sarkto crab infested waters that could take you fat to Wingland faster, but or let you intercept them. Sharkto crab sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> 
Finally, some good fucking food around here. <laughs> the cook cries. <laughs> Five tears. Oh no. I try my best. <laughs> it's not you, cook. It's it's her. Do you want to have another go at it, Pansy? Uh, this was going to be Tenebris's turn, in which case I would see about stealing their specific maps off of their ship. Well, the ship is currently at sea, so, so that would probably, be hard. probably, did the company have ships then, with class grouts? Um, you could find out who the ship belongs to. Ooh, yes, give you us know, a name. It's... I like knowing the captain. That might help. Anyone who wants to do, use their second day to do that, make me a history check. Oh, boy. That's, uh, that's neither of my characters' strengths. <laughs> oh, come on! That doesn't look like, that doesn't look like a set of dice, Kia. I'm, I'm working on it. This is a set of dice. I don't know where my real dice are, actually. That's valid. You just moved. 16. That would be a 1. Oh, no. Oh, boy. It's gonna be down a party member, and we haven't even slept yet. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you died! It gets left ashore. <laughs> you pull you the map down the from water. the shelf, and the whole shelf comes down on top of you. Oh. <laughs> Help, I've fallen and I can't get up. Tinbris, super stealthy assassin, killed when the shelf fell on her. <laughs> there was time now. Okay, so Tinbris didn't get anything. Okay, so the 16, you ask around, you read about it, you know, blah, blah, blah. People who would have, like, luxury yachts that aren't you, because you don't have luxury yachts, you're just pirates. And you, yeah, you eventually come to conclusion that he would probably be aboard. The yacht probably belongs to the leader of the cult of the Black Earth, and he would probably be aboard that with him. The leader's name is not here. Markin Severus. He is a male Gorgon or male Medusa. Martin. What was his last name? Martin Severus. Severus, and then half Gorgonish. He's a male Medusa. Alright, I'll relay that information to the rest of uh, of the group. That must mean we're kind of having like a little powwow at the end of each day to kind of check in. Like, hey, what'd you find? Hey, what'd you find? Kind of thing. Maybe it's like, I can shoot real good. Pansy's all like, let me go first real quick before sundown actually happens. <laughs> hey, 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 look at this, look at this! And I, like, do a flip off the crow's nest and, like, shoot at stuff midair. Make me an acrobat. I shoot Eldritch Blast at you and just shoot you further. Wait, acrobatics roll? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Nineteen. You're able to shoot stuff pretty well. Are you gonna shoot Eldritch Blast? Yes. At May. Hold ahead. Oh, come on. Don't worry about it. It's actually going to be mildly helpful, but also a little bit painful. This hurts me more than it hurts you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a 25 to hit. Well. <laughs> Jesus. All right, and do, do you have any invocations that would knock her Yes, or there is an invocation that I have that knocks her back a further 10 feet if I so choose. Do you choose? Yes. Highs or lows? Oh! <laughs> Hi! Okay, so yeah, you take the damage from the Eldritch Blast, but you are able to land decently. Oh, oh, that was so fun! Do that again! 
<laughs> I knew I was gonna like you. Has everyone done the preparations they want to, or? Seals? Yes. Purchasable poisons. I'm sure you can find poisons on the ship and, like, on the island. Okay. Do you want to buy some? Yeah. Are you gonna... Alright. Just a couple of uses, so that's a, maybe. Probably 200 per vial. Okay. I'm sure you can find a bulk batch on a sea bay. Yeah. I'm just... I'm just... Fuck! <laughs> Unfortunately, you get it and it's all watered down. Oh. <laughs> Price by pound, but we wear that water weight. <laughs> oh. Okay. Alright, and yeah, just no p- types of poisons you're getting. So we come to the something of the third day, and y'all are ready to set off on your sailing ship. The flexible ship. Is that the name of it? It's really the flexible ship? <laughs> the flexible <laughs> ship, yep. The flexible ship. The flexible I feel ship. like uh, our raccoon named that one. What? I like to go with simple <laughs> names that I can remember. The whole iron trap, right? Were you inspired by me? <laughs> yeah, you got it. <laughs> You're so cute and fluffy. <laughs> oh, we're gonna have a lot of fun. Let's go. So, which route are you taking? Are you taking the Sharkto Crab route? Or... Are you just going to try to go to Wingland and meet them on the... Maybe we should put it to a vote. I vote for the shark to crabs. I am also voting shark to crabs because something about this screams balls to wall and I'm just for it. <laughs> this is three for shark to crabs. Whatever gets me there faster. That, that'd be the shark to crabs. <laughs> I just really want to eat one. <laughs> It's free road snacks. What could be better? All you gotta do is stick your paw out and just kind of scoop them up. You have a crew to manage the day today, the ship, and you set off. Yeah, it's a day in, into your journey. It's about three in the afternoon. As the riptide currents are taking you past the Isle of Zog, I'm good with distances. No one look it up or use the map that I will eventually publish to prove me wrong. <laughs> Fight me, nerds. <laughs> when you all hear from the depths of the ocean a terrifying screech, squee wee 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 Sounds like the dinner bell. The fuck was that? Mother of God. And flying out of the ocean is a shark toe crab. How's it flying? Who knows? It's, it's like... Spinning its tentacles like a helicopter. Or or it's like squids or octopuses because they can like jet water out underneath them. So it just like, it just like geysered itself. Yeah, but I'm also yeah, picturing that's... it doing the helicopter and just like spinning as it's going. Yeah, at the same time. Shark yeah. crab NATO. Yes. <laughs> Here's a picture of the shark crab. I am. Oh my god. Oh god. Holy sh- Oh. Is it that? Is that the size? Is that actual size? Oh it's god! It's the scale. That's a big one. Oh. Fuck. Wee 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 wee. And I will need everyone to roll me initiative as the shock to crap attacks. I need to know what time of day it is so I know what I'm- It's 4pm. It's, it's still okay. daylight. 
Oh, fuck. Oh, it's still daylight. Oh, no, but it's getting <laughs> But imagine how much meat is in one of those claws, though. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. If you, don't, if you don't get good at it, your meat will be in one of those claws, so. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. That's a one. That's a 20 for me. go? 11 for me. 23. Pansy got a 12. 13, thank you very much. Okay, Brunin, as you hear, as you see the shark or crab and you hear its terrifying cry, you have the initiative. <laughs> oh, boy. Terrifying. <laughs> I'm waiting for this. <laughs> oh, Dinner I'm time. so hungry. I will need you to make me an intelligence save on the beginning of your turn, oh, okay. though. What? Oh, boy. Everybody? Oh, it's already bad. Well, everyone will, but at the beginning of Brunin's oh, turn. Oh, God. So that's 15 plus 2, 17. You look on its bizarre visage, but you do not you do not take any damage from just how confusing and weird it is. Nothing in the ocean scares me anymore. How horrifying that monstrosity is. Every terrifying aberration from the bottom of the sea just looks like another meal to me. <laughs> Alright, so what would you like Let's to do? Let's see, how far away is it from me? It is about 30 feet above the ship right now. And they'll probably descend on its turn. So I'm going to... I've not used to having this many spells. That's fair. I'm going to cast a Ray of Frost. Roll it. I will do that. I then do it. I will. Jeez. See if I care. So that's a 17. That hits. Yay! So that's... Four cold damage, and its speed is reduced by ten feet until the start of my next turn. Alright. It's a slightly frosty Does that shark yeah. to does that Just reduce, keeping it fresh. Does that reduce fall speed? Like, does that change the effect of gravity? Don't think so. <laughs> but it will change its scuttle speed, so yeah. yeah. Alright. And then we move to on to El Cochote. Cochote. Let's see. He's gonna. Well, this this thing is big. He's gonna know better. He's gonna take out his crossbow. Right. Try and shoot it in its face. All right. Yeah. Uh, Nineteen to hit. That hits. All right. One d eight plus four. Let's do this. Ah, it was a one, but plus four, so five total. Your bolt pierces its hide. And a sickly green blood, like, dribbles out of it as it continues making its strike. <laughs> but it sounds slightly more in pain now as it turns its head to try and look at you. Because, listen, the Biomancers, it's not great. Nice shot! He just stares at it, squints his eyes a little bit, flips it off. <laughs> the shark to a crab does not have the intelligence to understand that. Okay. Alright. Um. Oh boy. How much of this is going to take up our ship? I'm assuming we don't have the biggest ship here. Oh, I mean, some are crafted for speed and for attack. Those are usually a bit more streamlined and smaller because they need to be able to maneuver easier. Um, others are crafted for long-distance voyages. They're fatter, wider, bigger, 
heftier. I think we got one of the faster kind of maneuverable ones. Sunning ship is gargantuan still. So it'll be taking up a fair portion of the deck, but... But I could definitely get to a portion where I'm not necessarily right in front of the asshole's face, correct? No, yeah. Like, if you were like, give us a canoe and then go after the Sharto crabs, then you'd be in trouble. Very Captain Ahab if you did that. <laughs> uh, bonus action, hex this motherfucker, and then shoot some Eldritch Blasts at it. Is this an aberration? No, it is a monstrosity. Oh! Okay. The first one's a crit, and the second one's an 18 to hit. Alright, so roll your damage. So that's gonna be 2d8, 2d6, plus 5 for one hit. Did everyone make their intelligence saves? Oh yeah, did you make your oh. intelligence safe? Oh shoot. Never oh, mind, this right. might not have happened. We may have to retcon. No, I mean it'll happen anyway, I'll just whether your head hurts. Uh eight. So I'm pretty sure I failed that. Okay, you both take nine psychic damage as you look upon the shark to crab's confusing visage and like some tentacles just <laughs> <laughs> That was wonderful. And what was your damage for Eldritch Blast? for the first one. For the second one, right. it's going to be also 14. You lay two blasts into the Charter Crab. It's not looking great, but it's still, it's still up. It's still kicking. In the air. Oh, gross. But you did get it below triple digits, so that's good. <laughs> Yay! Dang it. Moving on to May. Well, shit! Make your... Intelligence safe. So, fun story. It's a five. You take nine points of psychic damage. We, we fucked up, y'all. <laughs> no, it's fine. We got this. We can beat this. Don't go here. Sharkto crabs. Like, let's go there. Sharkto <laughs> crabs. Listen, the Sharkto crabs are an attraction. And what I'm, I'm going to do is I'm going to use my bonus action to use put Hunter's Mark on it. I presume I'm in the crow's nest as the lookout, so I'm probably like 20 feet away at this point. And I'm going to level my hunting rifle at it and fire. And I get to fire twice, actually, um, at level 8. So, uh, where's my... my no. Okay, I found my die. First one. Oh, finally, some good rolls. 26. Alright, that hits. And... Then I'll just do total damage if the second one makes it too. Second roll. I'm just gonna go level my rifle and pew, pew, right at it. Alright. Oh, second one's a natural 20. Oh. Alright. Thank God, we need all of those we can get. We need help. 9 plus 4 is 13, plus 3, that's 16 for the first one. Second one is 17, 17 times 2. Um, which is 34 for the second. All right. I'll make my way down the ropes, looking like, like, towards, away towards where it looks like it's going to land on the ship. All right. So, yeah, just make me an acrobatics check to get down the ropes quickly and safely. (laughs) That's an eight, but the bad part is, is that I rolled a one. With two shots, blood blue blossoms and green vile flowers from the shark to crab's chest and feeling victorious 
you go to slide down one of the ropes. But despite not being born with an arm, you use your gun to try and grab the rope as you jump off out of the crow's nest. Oh my god, wrong arm! Oh no! You take six points of damage as you hit the the deck of the yeah, ship. that's about right. And you're prone. Crap. The shark took Shut up! Lands with the mighty crash on the ship. It didn't hit the crow's nest, luckily. That would be bad. Rearing up its two pincers. It'll go for May first with one of its pincers. Great. Cool. That's fine. But is it fine though? Well, find out next time on Reavers of the Union, a Dice Fiend's fifth edition adventure. Whew. The Reavers are Jess, Kiara, Dallas, and Connie. Deeming and producing is done by Eric. I want to thank Ross Bugden for the music we used this episode, and the track listing and a link to his YouTube are in the show notes. I also want to thank Ed Curry's Chatter on Twitter for designing our sweet, sweet logo. Dungeons & Dragons is property of Wizards of the Coast. Portions of the materials used in this podcast are property of Wizards of the Coast, LLC. Dice Fiends is not associated with Wizards of the Coast, and definitely they don't approve of us or endorse us. Well, not yet anyway. <laughs> I see. Plan. Well, do you want to help the show get endorsed and or approved of? I like approval from strangers. Tell a friend about us, or leave us a rating and review over on your podcatcher of choice to help more people find us and listen to the characters get advantage on a single roll uh, you know, instead of getting items or making plans you know not that that'll come up want to get a sweet shout out on the show like our very own amazing wonderful dallas wheatley consider heading over to patreon to help us keep making the show questions concerns hit us up at dice fiends on twitter or at dicefiendspod at gmail.com for some good old-fashioned emailing if you're gonna play games you're gonna need some sweet math rocks and if you're going to need some sweet math rocks, you're going to need to leave the house to get them. But if you don't want to leave the house, you're going to need a website that sells sweet math rocks. And if you need a website that sells sweet math rocks, check out our friends over at Dice Envy. And if you check out our friends over at Dice Envy, you're going to want to follow the link down in the show notes so that they know who sent you. Take that, Cookie Mouse. I can do it better. But until next time... Remember that the road less traveled is probably less traveled for a very good reason. Goodbye. <laughs>